Okay, for the next couple of three weeks, we're going to be looking at different areas of voiceover, different voiceover roles that you may be interested in. And uh, today we're going to be talking very briefly about advertisements and commercials. Now, as I've said before, the aim of these podcasts is not to get you a foot in the door. It's not to give you career advice. It's not to give you links and ideas for how to actually uh, get known in the business. It's nothing of that nature. It's how to get a better broadcast, podcast and voice over voice. So we're coming at these different topics from that particular angle. So the different uses for your voice in these kinds of situations and what you need to be aware of when you go into a studio, when you're doing an audition, when you pitch for these different kind of work. Perhaps one of the main attributes of a radio, TV or movie commercial read is a voice with charismatic qualities. That is one that is trustworthy, interesting and above all listenable. Even though the person behind the voice is rarely if ever seen with a radio advert, you have a lot of heavy lifting to do because there are no visuals. With the other more visual mediums, TV, movies, internet, your voice is in addition and often takes more of a back seat to what is actually being seen on the screen. And that also often affects the style of the script as well. Whereas radio has to use the voice to communicate almost all of the information, maybe music and sound effects too, and is therefore quite natural, a script for a TV or movie theatre spot fits around the other elements. And so the vocal presentation is more staccato, perhaps, words and phrases rather than full sentences, because people are seeing or reading what is also being shown to them on the screen as well at the same time. Understand the old rhetorical devices to help you work out how to read advertising copy for commercials. After all, a commercial is trying to persuade you to do something, buy a product, click on a website, visit a location, in a way that politicians, going back to the ancient Romans, are also trying to persuade you to act or to think in a certain way. Incidentally, we're going to be talking about political adverts in a few weeks' time. So I'm talking about devices like the rule of three, where three items are listed as attributes of the product or service. We're going to be talking about how to read lists of three and longer lists again in a couple of weeks' time. Also another rhetorical device, opposites, such as, so, what would you rather, keep paying for your car month after month or buy it outright? Also, up and down, left and right. This or that. Opposites. How do you voice those up? We've spoken about intonation in some depth several months ago, so check back in the archives to hear what I was saying about that. Also, how do you intonate repetition? Repetition is another rhetorical device. We're number one. Sung or said three times in the Lay's potato chip commercial I linked to in the show notes. Or... So does craft, which I link to in the show notes as an example of that rhetorical device. Here's another one. Climax. He was a boy, then a man, then a father. How do you intonate where you've got not only that rule of three, but also a step change between each particular element? These three things aren't the same, They are changing phrase by phrase. Boy, man, father. 
so also the rhetorical device of the basic story arc. Yeah, so you've got to know this because these are in miniature form in commercials and adverts. The introduction, the action, the climax, the conclusion, the call to action. So what I'm saying here is understand the structure of the copy. It's all on the page. So be a self-direction detective. Think about this a lot. A lot of these devices are used in children's books and fairy tales, so they're almost hardwired into our brains. But if you think about them more specifically, you'll be able to identify them on a page, whether it be the rule of three, opposites, repetition, climax, the story arc, and then you'll be able to pick them out and to intonate them correctly in your commercial voiceover read. That's it for today. Tomorrow, animal characterizations. Yeah, Chloe the cat, Dennis the dog. How do you make your human voice sound like a cat or a dog? We'll talk about it tomorrow as Get a Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs> 